In this week's episode, I catch up with nutritional psychologist Emily Belenga and we explore the all too common issue of stress eating. Loneliness, sometimes people people tend to, to stress it when they are alone. Also depression, both both depression, clinical depression and uh, you know, like feeling feelings of depression can also cause somebody to stress. It can affect a child, it can affect an adult or teen. As well as her top hack for identifying our patterns and triggers, which is often the very first step to finding lasting solutions. I'll also be announcing details on this week's giveaway for one lucky listener. I'm your host, Dr. Yemisi Bokini, and welcome to the Food Clinic Podcast. The Food Clinic Podcast is powered by the Royal Society of Chemistry. Emily has a Master's of Science degree in Clinical Psychology and a Bachelor of Science degree in Food Nutrition and Dietetics. She has over 15 years experience in public health nutrition and in mental health. Emily has worked for various organizations on the theme of nutrition, ranging from the likes of UNICEF to work for a number of ministries of health. She has authored a number of technical nutrition books and is a co-author of the Kenya Recipes book, which was published in 2018. Well, Emily, it's a pleasure to have you here. Um, Many of us have personal experiences of this notion of stress eating, sometimes referred to as emotional eating. So I thought it'd be really important to address this theme on the Food Clinic podcast. Many thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. So Emily, before we delve into stress eating, the triggers, and of course, some some solutions, you yourself, you know, you're a trained nutritionist um, with 15, over 15 years experience, and you're also trained in clinical psychology. So you are like the perfect person (laughs) to speak to on this theme of, you know, that intersects nutrition and, um, and, you know, mental health in a way, right? So before we begin, tell us, tell us what your definition is of um, stress eating, sometimes referred to as emotional eating. So yes, indeed, stress eating also referred as emotional eating. For me, I define it broadly as eating in response to your emotions or boredom. So you're not eating out of hunger, you know, like you're not responding to a hunger cue, but your comfort, you're eating for comfort, you're responding to those emotions that you are feeling. That's what um, uh, stress eating or emotional eating is. Okay, and it's obviously very common. I mean, anyone can can like it can affect yeah. anyone pretty much at any time. But I suppose when you know better, you have the potential to do better, right? If you know that you know certain triggers can make you stress eat or emotional eat, it's about being aware of that and modifying our behaviors. So that's why I thought this podcast um, episode would be crucial. So tell us a bit about you know from your experience as a clinical psychologist um, as well as a nutritionist. Um, tell us a bit about how we can identify when we're actually stress eating. So um, normal hunger, first of all, I'd like to probably just add that stress eating can affect anyone. So it's not, it can affect a child, it can affect an adult or teen. So anybody, you know, any human being can experience stress eating. And so how do you differentiate it with, um, say, the normal hunger? A true hunger gradually builds up. So it's a result of an empty stomach. And normally it can be satisfied by different foods. So you eat different foods for you to satisfy hunger. 
But the first difference now with with stress eating or emotional eating is that normally you want to eat a specific food. The craving it, it's a, a craving for a specific food or a type of food. And mostly, interestingly, is that most of these foods are usually tend to be energy dense as opposed to nutrient dense. So you won't be um, craving maybe what you consider your normal healthy foods. That's one of the things. The second one is that it feels urgent. So you feel like I must eat now. There's no, you know, it's not, it's not timed. I feel like I must eat now. So it feels urgent. Then it's, it's triggered by a specific event or mood. You could be feeling anxious or you could be stressed at work. You have a presentation to to, to to make, then you feel like, let me take a pickup food. Let me eat something just before I go in. So it's triggered by an emotion in that sense. That's the third point. Um, sometimes you, it results in, a, in, in you now, um, it affects your normal eating. Like so, because you've had all this um, food stress eating outside your normal eating uh, schedule, then it also impacts on your normal uh, eating patterns. So those are some of the the points I'd say in terms of regarding how you'd know whether it's stress eating vis-a-vis -vis responding to normal hunger. Mm, and I suppose, you know, that, that thing about the urgency, right? So hunger yes. builds gradually, but then, you know, stress eating is almost like it's like an immediate response to something. You just want to, and as you said, you, you grab things that are not necessarily nutrient dense, but are energy dense. So like things yes. like carbs, heavy sort of like, biscuits and things like that comfort foods as, as we, yes. we would um, often often describe them so um as i said it's a very common common thing um and there's so many potential situations that could trigger stress eating right i'm not sure if you have any personal experiences um to share with us but um what are some of these situations that can trigger um stress or emotional eating just so people are aware of um the sorts of things to be on the lookout for especially if they know that this is a pattern that they that they might have okay perhaps i can share from my own personal experience first a very recent uh, experience of stress eating we recently had our general elections we have elections every five years here in kenya and so the last week we were waiting for the announcement of the presidential candidate and i who is a nutritionist and clinical psychologist, I found myself stress eating. I mean, every time the chairman of the electoral commission would stand and run to the kitchen and, you know, get sometimes a sugary drink or something very fat just to cope with the stress. And I knew I was not hungry. So when I was reflecting on it as we prepared for this episode, I also want to say that to sort of like, uh, if you're experiencing it, to know you are not alone. Even everybody does experience so anxiety, uh, momentous, you know, momentous situations happening in your country and your personal life can can cause you to stress. It's something that pretty much like the whole of the continent, uh, African continent was was on the lookout, and many people elsewhere as well. Like we were all sort of because um, it took a long while for you for the results to come through. So um, I can imagine. That only sort of like built the tension and 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 you know built the anxiety and and stuff like that. So um, I can I can imagine it was a highly stressful, um, stressful time for for you. So tell us a yeah. bit about some of the other potential situations um, that can trigger stress eating. So you mentioned you know momentous events um, can do that, but what what sort of other things um, can trigger stress or emotional eating? 
Okay, so um, I'm emotions that feel very, very intense, such as anger, for example, um, um, loneliness. Sometimes people people tend to to stress it when they are alone. Um, also, depression, both both depression, clinical depression, and uh, you know, like feeling feelings of depression can also cause somebody to stress it. In fact, when you're evaluating someone who presents for depression in a clinical setting, one of the Symptom checks you do for the past two weeks is whether they were eating too much or too little. So that can be, yeah, can be one of, 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 of the emotions associated. Uh, then uh, frustration, if you're feeling frustrated about something in your personal life or at work, it can affect, it can affect you and change. Amazingly, as human beings change, it could be as something like moving into a new country, moving a new job. You'll actually find that uh, your eating habits may change and you may find yourself stressed or emotional eating at that particular time. I, um, you know, in preparation for this episode, I remember just reading up on some stuff. And one thing I found very interesting was the fact that it's not only neg negative situations that can result in stress eating. Sometimes, you know, when we're happy, you know, something positive happens. And what do we do? We like eat right so it's, that's emotional eating too it might not be stress yeah. eating but it's emotional uh, it's emotional eating in a way so um i suppose it's useful to be able to identify some of these um, potential triggers um and in that light you know you as a clinical psychologist as a you know um very experienced nutritionist tell us a bit about how we overcome it right um so one is actually being aware that it's happening in the first place or that it can potentially happen. Um, and we know that, you know, stress eating every now and then, okay, it might not be a major issue, but there's some people and some of us that have these stresses that are long-term, right? These stresses that occur every day. And if you're stress eating, emotional eating every day, that can have major repercussions on our health. Very different to, you know, stress eating once in a while, you know, elections every five years or whatever, but, um, you know, if you have stresses that are in our lives every day and we're not necessarily able to manage them, um, stress or emotional eating can lead to major, major problems. So tell us a bit about, you know, as a clinical psychologist, what you're aware of, of, of some of the potential solutions for this. So one of the biggest things is to be aware, like, first of all, just awareness, as you mentioned, for you to um, to be aware that you're stress eating. But how would you know then? that you are stress eating. So the first thing to do is to create a list of your eating and drinking habits. So you can keep a food and beverage diary for a few days. You don't have to keep it for many days because it can feel quite tedious. So you write everything you eat and drink, including you know alcohol, including sugary drinks. Then note the time of day that you're eating these things. And uh, if you can also, you might want to just think of um, how are you feeling? So you may discover, for example, that you... You sort a snack because you're in the in the afternoon. You know that energy slump we experience in the afternoon sometimes. So that will will help you now look back and see was I stressed? What was happening? What time do I tend to stress to stress it? And this can now help you create some sort of of, of awareness then, and then you can now start building up building up on it. So that's the first first point I would say in terms of um, getting your your awareness on it. The second one is to highlight the habits. Actually, one thing common with stress eating is that because you're because you're not paying attention, yeah, you're not you're eating when you're not hungry, 
or you or you you know or you or, or you're experiencing some kind of emotion you're mindlessly eating for that matter you can you can notice the habits that go with it are you eating too fast for example are you skipping meals as i mentioned earlier these things tend to affect your your normal eating so am i have i skipped meals so that's why the food diary is really important to now help you notice what was happening so those are the first two that i would i would say i don't know whether you you relate with them in, in your experience before we continue no i know most definitely and you know this concept of you know a few diary um i mean it's used for so many um in so many different contexts right everything from allergies to um to you know eating disorders and things like that and i i really feel the food diary is you know potentially a very useful one because um as you write down you know what you've eaten you could also write down the sort of like emotional trigger and over time you can begin to see patterns right it could be a particular place stresses you out too much like after you've returned from a particular place or <laughs> a particular person's house or something <laughs> you notice that you're always stressed right so it's good yeah. to be able to see patterns in our behavior and i feel like a food diary is very very um useful for that especially okay. those um for, for those of us who find ourselves maybe stressed or emotionally eating regularly not not once in a while but literally you know almost every day in a week um or multiple days in a week so i think you know that's a very very useful point yeah so um one thing is also then now once you notice so it's really important to notice these cues to notice when it happens and then you can start asking yourself is there anything i can do to avoid this cue for example so that's why it's really important for you to know your personal cues what is triggering this emotional or stress eating for you to to avoid them then you start now by replacing them uh with 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 healthy with healthy habits yeah and i and i feel that point that point of um exchanging sort of those habits with healthier habits is is a good one because oftentimes um it's it's not necessarily possible to get rid of the the trigger the stress I, i mentioned that you know some people it's once in a while that they emotionally eat or stress eat but for some people um that stress or that trigger is going to be there for a long time or is going to be there pretty much all the time um and it's about finding ways to handle that situation better um and i feel like okay one thing is you know at least exchanging those bad habits for good habits like maybe in that yeah. moment go for a walk or in that moment reach for something healthier considering yeah. that that particular stressor is not going away so in situations like that it's pretty much about us um trying to change the way we respond to that stressor as opposed to running away from it because it's not always it's for some in some situations it's impossible to avoid right um the stress yes. or the trigger so um about building that tolerance and and being able to manage it uh, a bit more Um so yeah just thank you so much Emily so any um final closing thoughts or tips um from you know as as I said you're unique in the sense that you're a clinical psychologist and a nutritionist um so any sort of like closing closing points that you'd like all, us all to try and implement as we overcome uh our stress eating um <laughs> this week <laughs> Okay um so yeah the events like you're saying it's it's, it's a long term thing and there's small things you can also do eat slowly um then we are, we are living in a very 
you know, we hardly close off. We are, we are in a digital world. Uh, we are always having text messages coming in. So even eating while distracted, while watching TV, while still working on an email, while, you know, you can end up actually even eating more. You, you affect your response to your satiety cues. So yeah, eat slowly, eat with minimum distractions if possible. So it's small things every day that will also move you closer to a more healthier eating as opposed to stress eating well emily um on that note it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast many thanks for joining us thank you very much this week's giveaway is a book by author lorna salmon titled calm kitchen and in it you'll find a food-based approach to self-care and mental well-being to enter all you have to do is subscribe to our newsletter at drmc.com if you haven't already do that right now Next Wednesday, you'll receive an email and all you have to do is answer the following question. What recent momentous event led to Emily stress eating? The Food Clinic podcast is powered by the Royal Society of Chemistry.